All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Everybody holds your horses. We back on it. We back to it. We back in it. Um, got a whole lot to talk about. We got a whole lot to attack. We got a whole lot to, a whole lot to get through, and a whole lot to get to. Like, there's some stuff that we're gonna talk about that I did not want to talk about, but I was like, nah, you know what? I probably should talk about it. Um, like. <clears throat> Like some of the stuff that that has happened over the course of the last five days since my last episode released has been nothing but tomfoolery. Now, here, here's the thing, right? There's some things that I, again, like I said, I have to talk about because I feel like it's my responsibility. You know, I feel like I have a responsibility to all of you and I owe you that. I owe you that. I owe you. I owe you my guidance. I owe you my um my perspective and i hope that it shines through and that it gets through and it, it, it uh it helps you all you know so with that being said with that being said we're going to attack a few things one thing that i do want to talk about is sports related one thing i do want to talk about is sports related so I'm I'm scrolling on Twitter, right? And I don't know when, to uh, the new 2K, what what uh, 2K22 is it? I don't know. The new NBA 2K game when it comes out, I don't know. I, I I really don't play NBA 2K anymore. Like I get the urge to play when the playoffs come around, but outside of the playoffs, like outside of the NBA playoffs, I never have the urge to play NBA 2K. Like I never have the urge to hoop. Outside of the NBA playoffs, right? But I'm scrolling on Twitter. I'm scrolling on Twitter. And what do I see? Somebody posted, I guess, like, uh, the overalls for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Now, I don't know how true this is. But I see that Jason Tatum overall is 91. And I'm like, uh, I mean, to me, I feel like, I feel like when it comes to video games like that, like sport games, it has to be a, what have you done for me lately? And what was the lasting impression that we had of Jason Tatum? The lasting impression that we had of Jason Tatum was that he was bricking and he was turning the ball over, right? So I see 91 for Jason Tatum. I'm like, I mean, that's that's kind of high, but okay. And I see Jalen Brown is at 85. I'm, my overall is 85. How are you going to give Jalen Brown 80, 85? He carried the Celtics through that finals. He carried them. Like, he completely carried them. When Jalen Brown started, like, if if Jalen Brown's offense started to taper off, that's when the Celtics started crumbling. Because Jason Tatum was crumbling from the beginning, from from tip-off to the final buzzer. He will crumble. We saw it. If you watch the same finals I watched, 
Jason Tatum is a is a huge reason why they didn't even make it competitive. He was a huge reason why. He was the main component as to why the Celtics lost the NBA Finals. He was the main component. None of his points were meaningful. None of them. I mean, just turning the ball over and over and over again. Like, there was one game I was watching. And I think they said, like, yeah, Jason Tatum finished with, like, four turnovers. I'm like, nah, he had at least nine. Like, what is y'all talking about? Like, he was just turning the ball over. Bricking every which way. Jalen Brown carried that team. Marcus Smart played very well, considering his injuries. He played very well. Al Horford had one good game, which was game one. And then that was it. Jalen Brown threw the Celtics on his back and tried to carry them through. Jason Tatum. If Jason Tatum played better, they would have won. Because Steph Curry by himself would not have played well enough. If like if Marcus Smart, you know, played the way that he played as well as well as Marcus Smart played, if he just stayed like that, and if Jason Tatum played better, they would have lost. It would have been over in five. Celtics would have taken that in five. Celtics would have taken that in five. But good luck on Steph Curry that Jason Tatum did not play well. As well as Jason Tatum played against the Nets, as well as he played against the Bucks, yeah, you you thought you he was gonna play like that in the final, didn't didn't show up, didn't show up. Too many turnovers, too many missed shots. The only time he was cooking was when they would uh, set a screen and it would be a switch, and Steph Curry would have to guard him. That was the only time he was cooking. Jason Tatum was cooking regardless of who was on him, especially when Draymond was on him. Jalen Brown was cooking, but you're going to give him an 85 overall? I'm Okay, look, if Jason Tatum is a 91, Jalen Brown easily is a 96. Easily. That's how, that is Jalen Brown's team. And the fact that they try to, oh, yeah, let's trade Jalen Brown and, like, probably another player and a couple picks for Kevin Durant. You're giving up Jalen Brown for a nigga that y'all swept in the first round? Are you, are you, what? I ain't going to front. I ain't going to front. If I'm the Nets, I would have taken that deal. Like, for real. I would have taken that deal. I'm like, oh, no, y'all crazy. Because now Jalen Brown has the space and the room to completely take over now. Ah, you know what? I feel like I feel like we should have learned our lesson from the Oklahoma City Thunder in 2012. When you got a young dynamic trio like that, you can't you can't break them up, man. You can't break that up. Learn from the Thunder. Learn from them. Hell, learn from the Bucks. 
with all of the second round, third round Eastern Conference exits that the Bucks were facing, they didn't give up on Giannis and Chris Middleton. They didn't give up. If it wasn't for Jabari Parker getting hurt and having his injury issues, they probably would have won a championship sooner. To be honest, they probably would have won a championship sooner. If Jabari Parker was exact, if Jabari Parker became who we thought he was going to be, and then Giannis became who Giannis is, and then you add Chris Middleton, they would have won a championship at least two years ago. They would have put maybe not two years, maybe not two years ago. Wait, has it been two years since they won a championship already? Has it been two? Yeah, it's going on two years, actually. Now I think about it. Um, Man, time is so weird. I think that they would have had two championships already. Let me see this. Let me say that. If Jabari Parker reached his full potential, Giannis is who Giannis is, and you add Chris Middleton, Granted, Drew Holiday probably wouldn't be there because they probably wouldn't have had the money to do that. But you have those three, they would have won a championship. That they would have had a, a, two championships already. Like this, like that would have been their second championship when they beat the Suns. That would have been their second one. They probably they they probably would have been on a back to back. I think the Celtics would have gotten them, but. As some like if you if Jabari Parker was or became who we thought he was going to be, the Bucks and Celtics rivalries will be crazy. Those would have been crazy rivalries. Crazy. But it doesn't really seem like the Bucks has a rivalry with anyone out east. It's kind of like they're a, just a league in their own. And that's mainly because you have the best basketball player in the world. Like, that's that's how it was with the Cavaliers. They didn't really have rivalries because, well, I, I guess you could say the Celtics were a rivalry. But, I mean, you had to add KG and Ray Allen to that mix to do that. But, um, you remember those Orlando Magic teams? Weren't they fun? That was such a fun time. From like 2008 to like 2010, that was such a fun time, wasn't it? Like the Celtics, although like eh, I didn't really, I didn't like the Celtics, but the Celtics, the Chicago Bulls with Derrick Rose, Dwight Howard, Rashard Lewis, Hito Turkoglu, Jameer Nelson, Michael Petris, and the Orlando Magic. Like JJ Redick was on that squad. Then you had the Cavaliers, which was. Honestly, just LeBron. Wasn't that such a fun time? Like, that was such a fun time in the NBA. Lakers and Kobe. And then who else was out west? Was anybody else really out west? The Spurs, I guess you could say. The Spurs. Oh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, man. Wasn't that such a... Uh, well, like I said, from like 07, 08 to like 2010, 2011... No, let's say 08 to 2012. That was such a fun time. Because you had the Lakers during that time span, the Spurs during that time span, um, Oklahoma City Thunder during that time span, the Memphis Grizzlies during that time span. That was such a fun time. That was a fun time. Man, that was a fun time. Um, uh, if If you weren't old enough, then you missed it. 
that was such a fun time. Wow. Man, that was so much fun. So anyway, um trading Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. If I'm the Nets, I would have taken that. If I'm the Celtics, you're retarded. So who else I want to talk about? I also want to talk about uh, Kanye West. I'm not going to talk about Irv Gotti. I don't know why people believe what Irv Gotti is saying. Because Irv Gotti is a motor mouth anyway. Irv Gotti has always had this trolling type of spirit to him. And you know what I realized? That's just a nigga from New York. Niggas from New York love trolling. Six nine fifty cent. Jay Z was a troll. Irv Gotti, like niggas from New York, just troll. I don't know why that is, but I'm not gonna really speak on Irv Gotti and what he said about Ashanti. Honestly, I'm not gonna do it. It it doesn't deserve any attention. Any grown man that's trying to reminisce on twenty years ago when he peaked. Because some niggas try to live, some niggas peak too early and they try to relive those glory days vicariously through nostalgia. Whether what he's, I don't know why people believe it. I don't know why, I don't know why people are believing what Irv Gotti is saying. What's y'all reasoning? Well, he's saying it online. Anybody can refute it. So you got to believe it. But see, here's the thing. Ashanti is a real nigga. And real niggas know you ain't got to speak on something that you know not true. You ain't got to speak on it. Because when you speak on things that's not true and you try to elaborate, it starts to look like it's the truth. Real niggas know you ain't got to speak on what's true. You ain't got to. Shanti's a real nigga, so she ain't going to speak on it. I don't know why y'all believe in what Irv Gotti is saying. I don't know why. But anyway, I'm about to talk about Kanye, though. Because I need to express... The hypocrisy of the black community again. For the umpteenth time, I need to speak on the hypocrisy of the black community. I, I y'all got me sounding like Dr. Umar Johnson out here, man. I beg your pardon. Y'all got me sounding like Dr. Umar Johnson. The hypocrisy behind the black community is I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of it see here's the thing right y'all find what Kanye West did so funny it's so funny what Kanye did all his mental instabilities that he has y'all find it so funny I don't deny that Kanye is a good father I think Kanye is a good dad I really do I really do believe that Kanye is a good dad. I really do believe that Kanye loves his children. I really do. I really do believe that Kanye wants to be involved in his children's life. I really do. But see, when you start mixing Kanye West with the Kardashians, it's hard to see that things are just real life or what's for show. See, in the rest in wrestling terms, there's this thing where um, you don't know if it's a part of the wrestling program or if this is real. So what's a part of a wrestling program? They call it a work, like meaning you're, you're being worked. You're being sold on something. You're being worked. And what's real life? They call it a shoot. 
So you don't know if this is if you're being worked or if this is a shoot. You don't know. When it comes to Kanye and the Kardashians, I believe everything is a work. When it comes down to okay, this is around the time when they start filming, isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how Tristan Thompson would cheat and get somebody pregnant right around the time they start filming for Keeping Up With The Kardashians. It happened every time. Kim Kardashian always found herself in a new relationship when it was time to record, when it was time to film Keeping Up With The Kardashians. And then suddenly they break up. Okay, that means filming is done. Kanye and his shenanigans is always around the time when it's time to start filming. See, I told y'all, I had said that Kanye, a few months ago, Kanye was a little too quiet for me. Kanye was a little too quiet. Keeping up with the Kardashians, the show came on Hulu. Kanye was a little too quiet for me. But then Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson break up. Kanye is doing all of this. Okay, y'all filming again. Why do we fall for this? Like, it's getting to the point now where it doesn't even feel like we're the audience anymore. It feels like they're watching us react. They're watching us now. And basing their storylines off of, you don't think Pete Davidson, like, I don't know why y'all believe that that was a real relationship. Pete Davidson, Saturday Night Live, Kim Kardashian was on Saturday Night Live, like, did a couple episodes or whatever. Come on, dog. What are we talking about here, man? All of this was just a sketch. It was a skit we were watching. That's all it was. Kanye's in on it. Kanye and Kim Kardashian not even divorced, dog. Come on, man. It's all it's all TV. It's all for TV. So anyway, I don't understand why you have black men and black women. The contradiction here of Kanye saying and doing some of the things that he does, and then y'all find it funny, but when when is if it was just an average everyday ordinary small joe ass nigga out here moving across the street from his baby moms which when he finds out that she started dating somebody else he moves across the street in the apartment complex right across the street from his baby moms Talking about how he's going to beat up the new boyfriend. How he's going to kill the new boyfriend. Y'all would have been like, sis, go follow a restraining order. Man, niggas are simps. Man, niggas need to learn how to move on. Man, niggas, 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 right? But with Kanye, it's, it's funny to y'all. Now, I know the contradiction in what I just said. Because I did just say that this is all entertainment, what they're doing. But I really do want to point out the fact that y'all do are that y'all are siding with Kanye when things like this happen every day. And so that's the part I'm not understanding. 
How is it that y'all can side with Kanye, but then when average everyday niggas do this, it's, man, hey, sis, go get a gun. Man, niggas be wildin', man, niggas are embarrassing, man, niggas this, niggas that. I don't understand how y'all don't see the hypocrisy there. I don't understand it. You got one mentally ill nigga threatening another mentally ill nigga. I don't understand where y'all find it funny. And then one mentally ill nigga makes a post talking about how, uh, well, Kid Cudi was set to perform at, at the funeral or the eulogy or whatever, but he, he's not going to be there in fear of bottles being thrown at him. What? Man, the shade by Kanye. Crying, laughing emojis everywhere in the comments. But when bottles were being thrown at Kid Cudi, y'all were screaming anxiety, depression. Y'all were screaming all of that, but now you're laughing at them. Do y'all want to know why other cultures and communities don't take our community serious? It's exactly because of things like this. It is exactly because of things like this. We set no bar or standard for ourselves. There's no standard. There can't be a standard. You know why there can't be a standard? There's no bar. There's no standard. We waver way too much. We waver too much. We're never consistent. Ever. It's never it's never a straight line with us. That's the problem. We just cannot set the standard. There's no bar in the black community. There really isn't. My fiance has this thing, she calls it the what about isms. The what about isms. The what about isms, an example of the what about isms is this. Someone white commits a crime, gets four years. Like they they get charged with manslaughter, right? They get charged with manslaughter. They get sentenced to four years. So this person can kill that person and only get four years. Man, y'all might as well let R. Kelly out. Dude, what about isms? The what about isms? Man, what about, oh, that person only getting sentenced that amount of time? Well, what about, y'all always doing that? The fact that R. Kelly, for about three decades, was sexually assaulting young girls. Not just grown women, but young girls. Sexually assaulting them, kidnapping them. And y'all want him set free? Man, free YSL, free YSL. I saw Drake plaster that at his little OVO fest that he had over the weekend. Man, free YSL, free YSL. 
Those niggas are terrorists. What are you talking about? Why would you want somebody like that out and free and open representing the black community? Why? Actual terrorists you want out here free and representing us in, in, in the public eye. That's what you want out there. Sick. That's sick. Y'all are sick for real. But you know what? There's no guidance. There's no guidance and there's no standards. This this dude walked into my job last week wearing a shirt that said, bring back shame. And I a thousand percent agree. We need to bring it back. We need to bring it back being able to shame people. We have to get out of this PC culture for one. We gotta get out of this PC culture. We sit up here and we give free range to people to just do whatever they want. And it's like, I don't, because I, I spoke on this before how y'all want street justice to apply, but only sometimes. Like, if Young Thug and Gunna had a hand in people getting killed, and then they get killed, oh, then it's not street justice. Then it's, well, where are the police? Defund the police. But then when your favorite rapper catches a body and kills somebody, well, no, because they killed his brother. Man, that's street justice. Y'all need to just let street justice ride on this one. What? This is why we can never be taken serious, dog. This is why. The hypocrisy, the contradiction, the backpedaling. This is why. This is why. Y'all wonder why we cannot be taken serious. But then y'all also say, man, I don't care about being getting approval from, from white people. I don't care about that. But then you want to sit up here and scream, how come they never uh, nominate us for awards? How come we're never invited to the Grammys? How come we're never invited to the Oscars? What? Pick a lane and stick to it. Uh, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. That's all. I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. So listen, I have my Instagram up and running. Follow that at podcast about nothing because in October is black excellence month. Uh, one of these years, I'm hoping, I'm hoping next year, if um, I can get the podcast back up to its crit- critically acclaimed fame that it once was at. If I can get it back there, but it's going to take a lot of consistency on my end. It's going to take a lot of interaction, um, interacting on my end as well. I'm trying, y'all. For I have a lot going on in my life, man. It's not, it's not y'all fault. Um, I want to get back into streaming on Twitch and everything like that. So. I'm gonna I'm a be pushing a lot of that stuff, but that's not what I'm doing right now. 
I want to talk about Black Excellence Month. That's going to be coming up in October, from October 1st to October 31st, because I believe that Juneteenth should not just be a one-day celebration. The month of June should be our entire Black History Month, and then we we cap we capitalize on that with Juneteenth. That's just me, but hey, we're not going to get that right because because the month of June is a uh, Pride Month. That's another topic of conversation for another time. Black History Month is in February, the shortest month of the year. So that is why I am trying to create and push Black Excellence Month, where we're owing, where we will be visiting and speaking with people that are exuding black excellence. So if you know anyone that is a black business owner, if you know anyone that is a black artist of any sort, Please send them my way, man. My DMs are open to y'all. Podcast about nothing on Instagram. I got to make my Twitter still. I feel like I can get my interactions up more if I just create a Twitter. Because I'll be on there trolling. I'll be on there arguing. So I got I to gotta get that back up and running, dog. I, I really do. I got to get that up and going. I got to make a whole nother email for that. I'm going to do that today, actually. I'm going to do that today. But in, in October, is going to be a Black Excellence Month again. Uh, I want to be able to interview black business owners. I want to be able to interview. Um, and even if by then I, um, I don't have anyone to interview, uh, I'll be doing my researches on my own and I'll be releasing the episodes as normal. And then at the end, I'll give a little promotion to whatever black business owner or whatever black rapper, black R&B artist, black soul artist, black whatever artist. You know what I'm saying? Black art artists, whoever, whatever. I don't care what the genre is. I don't care what the lane is. I'm going to shout you out at the end of every episode. So that's that's my plan. That's my idea. Uh, that's what I'm going to do for the entire month of October, from October 1st to October 31st. I'm going to be making posts on Twitter, making posts on Instagram, just promoting and shouting out black excellence. Uh, as I do my research, all right? So if you know anyone and you want to give them their flowers, DM me, send them my way, whatever the case is, man, for the month of October, that's all I'm going to be doing. I'm focusing on black excellence throughout the month of October. I am The Apex. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing, man. I love y'all. Uh, I'm releasing this episode like in a couple of hours, and then I'm going to get ready to record tonight for an episode for tomorrow. This is what I'm doing all week. All week this week, I'm trying to record and I'm trying to stream all week this week. So uh, just lend me your patience. Lend me your patience um, that y'all have been doing already. Shout out to my uh, to, to my audience out in Ireland. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Until the next time, I love y'all. This has been Uncle Apex. I'm signing off. I love y'all. Until the next time, baby. Peace.